Jewish Board Talk with Sharice Zaffert. Wynne Robbins, my colleague at the Jewish Board in Cape Town, was deeply saddened by the sudden and heartbreaking death of her friend, Tamra Tizita. She joins me more to tell me something of his remarkable life. Gwen, welcome and thank you for joining me. Uh, and thank you very much for giving me this opportunity to pay tribute to Tamrat. Um, he used to come regularly to the Gitlin Library, which is our Jewish library in Cape Town, a flourishing library, which has uh, over 3,000 members. And he became friendly with the librarian, and he gave her three day tickets to go and visit the Aquila Game Reserve, where he worked. It's a game reserve two hours out of Cape Town in Toes River, which has got lions and elephants and rhinos and giraffes and everything you want to see. And she invited me to come with her and along with her son. And we went out there and we had the most wonderful time. And Tamra came to join us over the meal and he told us his story. He had escaped from Ethiopia to Israel, walking through the desert and settled happily in Israel. Then things got worse in Ethiopia. There was civil war, and he was very worried about his mother. So although he knew that he'd left Ethiopia illegally, because they weren't allowed to leave Ethiopia, and Jews weren't allowed to leave, he decided he wanted to go back to try and rescue his mother and his little sisters. So he took a chance, and he went back to Ethiopia, where he was betrayed, and he landed up in prison, where he spent three horrible months. Now, right about the time, the civil war was getting worse, and the ruler of Ethiopia, Mengistu Haile Mariam, approached Israel through an intermediary and said he was prepared to swap his Jews for tanks and guns. Now, there was an international interdict at selling, at selling him ammunition. So finally he agreed to sell his Jews for money, and Israel and the American Jewish community got together the money to ransom the Jews, including Tamrat, and in 36 hours, 35 Israeli planes managed to bring out 14,500 Ethiopians, along with Samrat and his family. This was in 1991. Then in 1994, South Africa became a free, independent country with a good sounded, sound constitution. And Samrat was having difficulty finding a well-paying job. And he thought... South Africa is now a country that treats black people well. I'm going to go down to South Africa. And he came down here, and he was given a job by Cyril German, who trained him in security. And whenever the Israeli ambassador used to come down to Cape Town, they used to go and ask Tamar to come in, because nobody would imagine that this tall, strapping, good-looking black man following behind him was actually a Jew. <laughs> we had the most marvelous time with him. And then a little while later... In 2008, the Board of Deputies decided to have a free crusader, to which we invited Ibrahim Rasul, who was the Premier of the Western Cape at the time, and government ministers and diplomats and interfaith people. And we were looking for a speaker who could talk about having come from, not exactly Egypt, from Africa <laughs> to Israel to freedom. And I remember Tamrat, and I asked him to come, and he came along with Cyril German, his employer who owns the Games with. And he had the audience in tears, and he was in tears himself, as he explained to the audience, who was mainly made up of non-Jews, about how he had struggled through the desert, walking on foot to get to Israel, and how happy he'd been there, and how he'd brought his family out. And he wept as he spoke about how wonderful it was to be in Israel, 
and he wept when he spoke about how wonderful his, his employer Cyril was. The next year, the Hertfordshire School contacted me. They were doing something for Pesach. Could I think? Could I suggest a nice speaker? And I suggested Tumbert, and he came to the school. And the teacher reported to me that he'd said to the class, "To you, all Jews are white. To me, all Jews are black." Hmm which shows you've got to realize the community is diverse and you've got to treat everybody with tolerance and acceptance. Which is a marvelous message. When, on that marvelous message, we're going to take a very short break. And after the break, I'm going to ask you to tell me a bit about the show that he was due to be featured in. But after the break, just before then. Jewish Board Talk with Sharice Zaffert. And I am talking to Gwen Robbins, who is my colleague at the Jewish Board of Deputies in Cape Town. And Gwen, you were paying tribute to your friend Tamrat Tizita, and you, we ended that first section with you saying that he called for tolerance at Hertzliya School. Uh, a couple of months ago, a woman phoned me. She works for a film company, uh, an American film company, and they are doing a film on the Ethiopian airlift of the Jews to Israel. And they're filming it in South Africa. Why South Africa? Your, your, your guess is as good as mine. And she wanted to know, do I know of any Ethiopian Jews in Cape Town? And I said, you know, as a matter of fact, I do. And I put her in touch with Tomat. She was thrilled because he's nice looking. He speaks a good English. He's presentable. He's, a, he's lovely. He met them several times. He was just perfect for the film. They kitted him out. Tamrat was thrilled because he said, I am filming my story. This is my story. He told everybody about it. He was so excited to be taking part. And he was his part was due to take place in August at the Orange River. I don't know if the Orange River looks like Ethiopia. <laughs> Perhaps it does. She phoned me last week to say she'd had very bad news. Uh, Tamrat was killed in a horrific motor car accident in a thick mist in the mountain passes in series. Uh, it, the other car was untouched. It was a huge probaffle, and we think it must have been going on the wrong part of the road. Mm. Uh, and they just—it was—it was terrible. And the trouble is, we can't find his family. We went to the funeral. Michael Beckham was one of the forebearers, along with the staff. Picked a hold of the game reserve. Seemed to come in the two-hour drive just to be there. They were all weeping at the funeral. Uh, they had found his talus in his room. Mm. Uh, he always used to wear a mug in Dublin. He was such a proud Jew. He used to, every time he came to Cape Town, he'd go to the Jewish library to take a We know he's got family in Israel. He went back a couple of years ago to try and find an Ethiopian Jewish wife, but he couldn't find one willing to come back. Unfortunately, the Israeli embassy has tried. Somewhere in Israel, he has family. Who are going to start wondering why their money doesn't come? Who must be wondering why he doesn't turn any longer? And it's as though he's invisible. We can't. Uh, Cheryl Dermond put a private investigator on him. Nobody knows who his family is and how to get hold of him. It's really very sad. Hmm. 
Gwen, it's a very, very sad story. You asked me to play on the show, which I will, a song from the CD Israel Home of Hope that was distributed by Jonathan Sachs from the office of the chief rabbi in the UK. And you've chosen a very specific song called Masa, The Journey. Do you want to tell me a bit about that? Uh, They established a choir in in Israel of Ethiopian children. They sing beautifully, and their music is Ethiopian, so it's not quite Israeli. And this particular poem, well, I try and I start crying whenever I read it because it's so sad. It's about the children walking the desert. Above, the moon is watching. On our back, a small bag of food. Beneath me, the desert is endless. And my mother promises my young brothers, just a little more, a little further. We'll pick up our feet, our last effort before we come to Jerusalem. The moon stays bright. A bag of food is gone. The desert is endless. The jackals howl. And my mother promises my young brothers just a little more. A little further. We'll soon be saved. We won't stop walking until we reach the land of Israel. At night, robbers attacked with knives and sharp swords. My mother bled in the desert. And with the moon as my witness, I promised my young brothers just a little more. A little further. The dream will come true. In a little while, we'll reach the land of Israel. In the moonlight, I see my mother's face looking at me. Mother, don't leave me. If she were only here with me, she would be able to convince them that I'm a Jew. Just a little more. I'm sorry, I stopped to cry. A little further. Um, um, Gwen, I'm so pleased you read it because uh, I I read it twice before coming on the show, trying not to cry when I did, and I was unable to do so. So I'm I'm, I'm very grateful to you for for reading that poem out. And I'm also very happy that you were able to come on the show and share your memories with what sounds like an absolute remarkable man, Tamara Tuzisa. We are going to now uh, go out of this show with a program Thank you very much, Gwen.